six boundaries you must set with men in dating and romantic relationships. In this video, you will discover what expectations to set up in a relationship in order for you to feel fulfilled, to feel it's an authentic, trusting, transparent, right? Like honest and like mutually beneficial, fulfilling relationship. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Number six is communication on social media, right? Like we're meeting right now on social media. And what I've really seen after working with thousands of single successful women all over the world is that, you know, when it comes to communication on social media, it gets really iffy, right? You know, I hear like from women telling me why well, he liked this woman's profile, right? Or, you know, what she, you know, he commented on this. Pro so what are the boundaries around communication on social media, particular to other accounts on Instagram, right? Like all those things. Also, what are the boundaries around who you are on social media, right? Like, for example, you know, are you guys are mutually exclusive, right? Are you like acknowledging that? Are you basically Facebook official or are you sharing photos together on social media, right? If yes, why? If no, why not? You know what I mean? Like what's going on? And so that is really important because you don't want to have a relationship where the man is out of the, is talking to other women. He's like, I just, that's who I am. And you realize, wow, this is not going to be a match for me long term because the man is simply, he, he's like, he wants to have way more freedom than you are, quote unquote, willing to give or in that sense, feel comfortable with. And this is not about like a right or wrong at all, right? But like you have to know, right? If you have like trust issues, if you experience certain things in your past, of course, it's important that I've, like I've helped like... um so many of these incredible women over the years to overcome that trust issues, right? So of course, there's a part where you can work on that. But there's also a part where you're like, you know what, but because of that, I also need more, you know what I mean, more this or that, right? More boundaries on social media platforms um, for me to continue to feel safe in the relationship, right? Like for me to feel like open, I can share with you, and so on. Which we're speaking of Sharing is like how to have tough conversations is number five. And this is really interesting, right? Because, and I really highly recommend you actually talking about this when you're in a non-charged state. Because if you are trying to have tough conversations about topics that are really like really polarizing, right? It could be all kinds of different things. You know, it could be a religion, could be politics. Um, it could be about maybe you're an anxious, he's an avoidant and what are the needs around that. And maybe you remind him of his mom and, you know, all the things, right? You don't want to be needy, like he's afraid to lose his freedom, to be trapped or vice versa. So how do you have those tough conversations? So it's really important to sit down beforehand and say, hey, you know what? Like we have such a beautiful night tonight. Um, you know, let's chat about like, you know, obviously not everything's always hunky-dory, so what is our strategy? What's sort of our template, right, that we have to have tough conversations? Because I want our relationship to have space for all of the conversations to take place, right? The last thing I want is like for someone to suppress 
his feelings or her feelings because they don't feel safe to express them. So how do we have those tough conversations, right? When we feel like, you know, hey, you know, I didn't agree what you were saying or, hey, you know what, like I noticed, you know, this and that happening. Can we talk about that? Didn't make me feel safe. Didn't make me feel comfortable. What can we do about it? How do we have those tough conversations? And the beautiful thing about that is actually that particular this conversation can lead to so much more intimacy long-term, you will not even believe it, right? So for an example, when I started my, dating my husband Brody, we're like now married for almost nine years, you know, like we actually like understood, hey, so, you know, what you think, what you say, what you do is in alignment. So when something comes up for you, you have to speak to it. And so I said, you know, hey, there's this part inside of me that wants to manipulate you. And he's like, oh, how does he want to do that? And all of it. So it was like really tough, right? Because it's like, oh my gosh, I don't know how he's going to respond to it. And he's going to run for the hills. And if he doesn't trust me anymore, right? but it doesn't matter, right? You have to have this conversation because otherwise what can happen is a relationship can hit a plateau because there's so many emotions that are not expressed right? And that everything becomes bland because there is no edge. There's no authenticity. There's no fire. There's no growth. And that, of course, is not working long-term. Also, let's talk about friend girls. You know, I mean, of course, also on your end, men, right? But like, you know, like males, females, you know, what's acceptable? You know, so of course, we can have the conversation around the ex. Is your man still close to his ex? You know, some men say, hey, I'm friends with all of my exes. Okay. You know, what's happening for you there, right? Do you feel like there's like a constriction inside of your body? You're like, oh, I can't even imagine like him like, no, you know, so maybe there's an agreement that like, okay, when you do something um, with your ex, maybe there's other people around. So it's with other friends, right? Maybe I'm there too. You know, it could be something like that. Maybe it could be like, hey, I just don't feel comfortable with that at all, Right. And then he has to decide between his ex and you. And again, there's no right and wrong, but you have to know what you need, right? Because otherwise, this is going to turn into passive aggressiveness, into bitchiness, into blowouts. Like it just doesn't, it just, it just doesn't work, right? And then of course, he feels like, like he gets reactive and he feels like his freedom is um, being infringed on and so on. So talking about that, and then other category is, well, what about just single girls, period? You know what I mean? Like, what if you hang out with your buddies and there's single girls there? What's the agreement there, right? Is it is it okay? Is it not okay? You know, um, and then is there certain buddies? Um, I had one client where, you know, she didn't really feel comfortable her man hanging out with this one guy because he was known for having all those like girls parties, right? Where he had like all those models over at his mansion. And so, you know, so this is the thing, right? Is that maybe just certain friends you don't feel comfortable with, right? And then maybe it's like, hey, maybe you can hang out with him during the day, but like come home versus like staying overnight doesn't feel so comfortable to me, right? So this is like all really important. And of course, I know what's going to do. It's going to trigger your fear to be complicated, to rock the boat, to be needy, but it doesn't matter. You have to do it anyways. And you know why? Because what I realized is when I started talking to my husband the way I was, I realized, look, it would end anyways. 
So I may as well find out now that we're not a fit or we, I may as well find out now that I can't be honest with him because he's going to react to it immediately and he doesn't trust me anymore, right? I may find that out, may as well find that out right now. Then I don't waste all my time and I get so attached and I can't, and I can't leave, right? So, and that's of course not a good situation whatsoever, you know, and here's the thing, right? You know, I was dating my whole life, you know, my longest relationship was like three months. Most often my, my dating situationships didn't last more than three weeks. So I get it. I get it that you don't want to rock the boat. You want, you don't want to lose something when something is good, but girlfriend, you have to, you have to lean in, right? Another one is time and attention. So this is really interesting. So when I talk to the women that work with me, Oftentimes, the men say, they say, well, the men said, like, you want to have a deep connected long-term relationship or commitment or monogamy, and so do I. Okay, that's great, but now you have to identify what does that even mean? So, for example, you may think, okay, so monogamous long-term relationship means I'll see you three times a week, right? And we at least text once per day, like every day. Now, for him... This may mean, you know, I text you, I don't know, maybe once a week, once a week versus every day. Do you see how there's a difference? And maybe, I don't know, we hang out like every two weeks or whatever, right? So being aware of like how much time, how much attention do you actually need? And so you want to voice that, right? You want to actually really say, hey, you know what, like just really, you know, it's just really important for me. Um, to be aware of like what our needs are about like how much time, how much attention, right? And I know you're already feeling uncomfortable just saying that because you had an emotionally unavailable parent or you had an abusive parent or you had a dismissive parent or you had a narcissistic parent, right? So all of that is going to be challenging for you. And so that's why I want you to continue practicing it because otherwise you will never be able to have a long-term happy relationship. So you actually want to say like, hey, so what about you? Like how much time and attention do you need, right? So you ask him too. So it becomes a two-way street and it feels like less daunting. You know what I mean? Because it's like, it's just, hey, we're just having a conversation. You know what I mean? And it brings his defense mechanisms down if you would have any, right? But that's really awesome because then now you have that in place and you don't have to wonder, like, is he going to call me on Friday? Like, I haven't heard from him since Sunday. Like, oh, like, should I text, should I not text? Right, all of that is clear and there's trust and there's congruency. Number two is personal space. And personal space, you know, that's really important too because some of us are empaths. And so what that means is, you know, maybe you're like, you know what, let's say if you, let's say, live together, right? You know, hey, once a week or maybe, let's say, when I come home from work, I really need to have my bath first, right? Um, I need to, you know, I need to listen to um, whatever my favorite meditation first. I want to read the Bible for 30 minutes first or first thing in the morning. Like, I don't really want to talk to anyone. So what's your need for personal space? Base. Right? Like, or hey, when you text me, give me 12 hours, 24 hours to respond. What's your need for personal space? This is so interesting, isn't it? Because we're discussing all of that, and normally we just fall into a relationship, nothing's being talked about, just a whole of a lot of assumptions are being made, and then nobody feels safe. 
and everybody feels like, oh my gosh, get me out of here, right? Or everybody's leaving their body. You're no longer associated. And that's oftentimes when the men start to leave because you disassociate, you abandon yourself. No, we want to say from the get-go, this is what my that's this is what my needs are. This is my personal space. So I want you to think about that, you know, write that down. Let me know even in a comment section what that is for you, right? And lastly, and I think this is so important. Number one is family members' involvement. So we talked about buddies. We talked about friend girls. Yeah, you know, and for some people, this can be um, a huge deal. You know, so I it's not uncommon that I work with women and the man is just really married to the mother or like usually it's like the mother. Sometimes it's like um, the dad, right? But there's like just sort of like commitment to his family, but like, wait a minute, now you are his family or, or you're totally fine with it. Maybe you're like, Hey, I come from a big family too. And I have like my own commitments, family commitments, right? Like, what about that? You know, is, is it expected of you to spend, let's say every Sunday together with the family, right? Like what's going on there? You know what I mean? So all those expectations have to be clear every Friday night, you know, is there an expectation that you know, um, what about holidays? Is there an expectation for that to be uh, celebrated together, right? Is there like a family reunion that takes place, uh, whatever, every so often? What are you willing to do? What are you, all the things, right? It's so important. So whether you already have kids, whether you want to have kids, all of that plays a huge role. And of course, you also have to see, you know, depending on if you like his family, because the environment trumps willpower. Okay, so if we visit your parents, will stay for two nights maximum, let's say, right? And I know you're one of the, oh, Auntie, I don't want to offend, you know, whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. No, or how many times do we have them over versus, uh, you know, we go over to them or whatever the case may be. So there is so much to be talked about when it comes to family, right? Because otherwise, you know what? If you don't talk about it, he will tend to the needs and then you will feel neglected or you will feel confused and he's like, well, I'm just taking care of my family. Like, I don't know. He doesn't know that he is supposed to communicate that. Like, he doesn't know that that's a problem for you. He doesn't know that there's a different reality. So it's good that you talk about this from the get-go, right? And it's not uncommon that, that I oftentimes see that, like, it's really helpful for the woman to actually have this conversation with the man beforehand because it really, you know, like, it really brings things to the forefront that, she didn't even know, you know, I mean, who knows, you know, maybe he's like, well, oh, I forgot, you know, my, my brother is going to come for Thanksgiving and he's going to stay with us. Oh, 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 that's lovely to know. You know what I mean? How about we talk about that? And uh, who is your brother? What is he all about? And so really important, right? Because family is not going anywhere. So you have to learn how to navigate family. Now, since we're already talking about emotional commitment, what you need to watch next is my video on five signs. He's emotionally committed to you by clicking the video image to my right. All right. Lots of love to you, ladies. I'll talk to you in the next video. Bye-bye.